This sit down is with Jonathan Lewis. Jonathan is a painter out of Nashville. He is a musician. He is a traveler. He is a hiker, camper, and lover of nature and an all-around good dude. I've had the good fortune of being able to cross paths with him over uh, a good amount of years uh, in Nashville and um, surrounding areas and uh, have always appreciated getting a chance to chat with him. I feel like we've always run into good conversations and uh, really appreciate him. So I was looking forward to sitting down with him. We had planned on uh, just kind of riffing for maybe 20 minutes, give or take, maybe 30 if it was flowing. And we ended up talking for about 80 minutes. So uh, I really enjoyed it. We start off getting into some of that nature stuff, his um, hiking, camping background, and how that's kind of been um, part of, of his growth or a catalyst or a tool um, or, um, yeah, I guess you might just say a part of his growth over the last few years. And then we get into more um, painting stuff and um, his enjoyment of that and what it is for him and kind of his his journey with painting and going into um, flowers and more nature, going into humans, um, objects, uh, murals, and how it all might uh, be the same and how it all might be different. So anyway, uh, it was a great sit down with Jonathan. If you want to check out his work, I'm reaching for the website right here is jonathanlewispaints.com j-o-h-n-a-t-h-a-n-l-e-w-i-s-p-a-i-n-t-s.com and you can keep your uh, eyes on that and your ears open for whatever he's working on Uh, one thing he did mention near the end that he will be putting out uh, shortly is a children's book. So uh, you can hear him talk about that and I will be looking forward to checking that out when it's ready to go. Anyway, here we go. Yeah. Maintaining it is the issue, though. Did you um, did you try the copper thing? No, um, I don't think we knew it at that time. Um, so the copper thing is put a stick in the ground and wrap it in a coil of a copper coil. Yes, but I have just two copper coils or copper uh, pieces wrapped up in one, and so I've put it in a plant. It's been in there for two weeks now, and I haven't seen much okay. difference really. Okay. But this is kind of a finicky plant, so I'm not. Sure. I just put it on the one that wasn't doing the best. So I don't know. I, I and I I don't know. I probably should experiment more with it. But. Just a regular plant, or something produces food. No, no, a regular plant. Okay, it's cool. a ZZ plant. Um, and how how long is your copper coil? Not long. Yeah. So it's wrapped up. I could probably make it a little longer. Um, but what's that? About six inches. Yeah. Okay. And it used to be a bracelet, and I just had it, and I was like, oh, let's Why try not? this. Yeah, see what happens. Because he's talking about, I mean, like, if you go out into your garden, whatever you're feeding yourself with, doing multiple feet or something, right? Like yep. Actual, like, like a spear in the ground. As in, like, how high, how high you want your plants to go. Yeah. Do it that high. 
And he also says that iron is bad for the soil. Or am I making that up? Maybe I'll he's saying it's weird that a lot of our tools are iron. That's what he. Yeah. And right. in, instead, or using instead of what, um, like Use, copper tools? Yeah, I think so. That's I think right. copper okay. all around. I yeah. remember him saying. Was, I think. That, yeah, that's right. That's and we right. might be attributing this to the wrong person, but these are the ramblings of Jim Gale. I think. And honestly, now that I say it, I think it's not him. I don't but, remember his name. Yeah. At all. Um, But that dude is so inspirational. I mean, he'll be the first one to say it, but he's like, I'm here to be a cheerleader, just bring energy. He's like, everybody needs to know about this. But the idea of just doing sustainable year after year backyard Mm -hmm. gardening, food production. I mean, it's not a new thought. It's an old thought, you know. Yeah. Um, It's, yeah. It's a forgotten thought. Yeah. Uh, We're doing a CSA this year for the first time, and that's been a pretty cool learning experience in terms of this month in this region, what's good to go? Yep. What's good for food? And even the circadian rhythm of your sleep, but also of your seasons and whatever you're eating, telling your body this is the time of year. Yes. Yeah. That's stuff I hadn't really ever thought about before. But Yeah, and I wish I kind of had the, not the means, but I wish I had more of the discipline to do that. But no. just living by yourself, it's hard to get so many. I, I mean, I can't get that many vegetables because they're all going to go bad. Yeah. And I can't eat them all. I don't eat, have a big appetite anyway. Splitting it three ways, the waste has been heartbreaking. And the looking in the mirror at myself with how many hours I'm not putting in handling the vegetables I could be eating mm-hmm. is the other bummer. <laughs> because I'm doing all right, but it's like nowhere near what I was hoping in terms of just... I mean, I don't know. you got, you got you to cut yourself some slack, but... We're wasting a bunch of it, and I'm not cooking as much as I was when we started. Yeah. Um, squash, onions, potato, awesomeness, I guess, for the last little while. Mm-hmm. And then we had a lot of good greens and whatnot. But Yeah, cool. Anyway. Um, some of the, One of the things I wanted to... I mentioned to you that I wanted to ask you about, the hiking and camping stuff, and even what it, what it is beyond that... Um, you're spending time in nature and that just being something that is one of your top whatever things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also making sure I'm not putting words in your mouth. You know what I mean? Like last time we kind of hung out was in nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't I don't really know how much camping and trails and that sort of stuff you do. That's something that's like Sissy was telling me is you're all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. What has that been for you over the last year or five years or is that... Am yeah, I correct to be like, oh, you love being in nature? Yes, I do. And I think, okay, so I've seen it take different, let's just call it camping, okay? Okay. So I've seen my camping life take different phases. So most recently, um, I've been loving packing up my motorcycle and taking it somewhere and then living, and just, those are just like short trips, you know, but okay. living for a couple of days out wherever and pack back my motorcycle back up and then it's fun to ride back and and before that it was a lot with um sissy and graham and lily and hota and sturgeon doing the sturgeon trips on the river and spending at least four days three nights canoeing and sleeping out on the river wherever we find Mm -hmm. and then and doing that multiple times in a year and um, a lot, I think really, man, when we started doing that, I, I was in a really low place emotionally in my life and 
that friend group and you're involved, you're included in that. But there was a, you know, this, that all the people that we knew 10 years ago that we just connected with and those people bringing me back to life just by who they are and being around them and being on those camping trips was a big deal for me to, to be like, okay, there's more hope that I'm giving myself credit for. And, and there's more, uh, there's more divine than I'm giving the divine credit for. And I was learning that in nature. And I've always learned that in nature as in from when my dad took us camping to then just doing it on my own for a few days and just expecting to hear something that I didn't hear before and it happening every single time. And then when I was 27, uh, deciding to quit my job and go hike on the Appalachian Trail and which I was never connected to the Appalachian Trail for any reason. Didn't I thought about that before and I was like, yeah, that doesn't sound like it's for me. And then something just being birthed inside of me to say, Hey, it's uh it's time for you to get out of this world that you're in and just spend more time in nature in the mountains up there. Right. And I did that in two thousand seven, um for the most of the summer and that just shaping a lot of who I would become in the next years after that. And, um, and, but yeah, just being on, having everything I need on my back and going from point A to point B and maybe meeting some people, maybe not seeing animals, (laughs) you know, being hurt, hiking, you know, very many miles a day and, just your body feeling it and right yeah you remind me of dignan and bottle rocket (laughs) listening to stories yeah uh maybe meeting people seeing animals (laughs) yeah and then you say going out and like thinking you were going to hear something and then every time hearing something new or that's just like a thought or an observation or is that what you're talking about you you mentioned going camping with your dad when you were younger and every time going out there you would almost expect to hear something new well that was more when I was you know older and okay, able, gotcha. able to drive somewhere and, and sit put in up some a silence tent. yeah and, or camp alone also yeah and and so I, I up you know up until that point camping with my family camping with friends but then I was like well why don't I just try to camp alone and so right. then I would go camp alone and sitting there by the fire completely and this is sober and not just seeing a fire, having something to read and then just um, having my thoughts and prayers yeah. and see, seeing what happened after that. So that the next morning I woke up as a new man and, and that was just one night. Right. You know, right. and I was like this, that, that can happen out here. Yeah. You know, if I give it the space to happen and I, and I, not that it was up my credit, but I think I was just trying to be open to that being a thing and expecting it to happen and then believing it happening and it happening. Right. And creating a space is something that I just like perked up to because that for the last six months has been like a theme in my head and even speaking out loud of just the idea of trying to create space. This room is an example of that. Literally just get stuff out of the way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, There's a reason there's not too much stuff on the walls in here. It's just like trying to create space to listen and whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. Um, some of that is just, you can't put words on it because it's nature and it's kind of, um, you have to go experience it and sit and it's a frequency thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like 
there was something, was there a general idea? This might be too specific, but was there a general idea or a letting go of something or a realization with this time in particular going out? And maybe it's that one night or maybe it's the longer summer period of being in nature, but, or is that just kind of what a lot of us notice with nature, which is, for me, is slow down, hopefully not just for the moment, but reality is a little bit more slowed down than you think. Was there anything specific with that, or is that, are you just, or no? Well, I think what, I don't know, I can't remember, I mean, it's so far back, and I can generalize bigger ideas, but specifically I'm not sure but I do remember many times being frustrated at something or the way my not and I don't even think frustrated is the right word but the way my life is going and saying okay what's next yeah or okay I've had that bad experience I would like to let this go and what's the path after that right and so those were the kinds of I think uh those were the kinds of uh those were the kinds of things I was going to walk out of the woods with. Yeah, yeah. And and so having that, having that, um, yes, yeah, so a letting go time, a uh, a new revelation that I can hold on to. Yeah. And then something to do as I'm back in this society or back at home and back right. back in with my people. Yeah. And so that's what I. That's kind of how I would pro- approach it. So like in, like in, when it was the whole summer that I was gone, you know, I quit my full-time job, the first full-time job I ever had, um, to go do that. And then so I was like, well, what am I going to do now when I get home? I quit the best job I ever had, ever had. And you know what happened after I got home? I started doing more art. I just played more music. Yeah. And I didn't have a real, I did have a few jobs here and there, but I didn't have like a real path of job work for three years. Right. And I was completely living that kind of life and it was awesome. Yeah. It was very, uh, it did, it, it was everything I hoped it would be. It was great. Right, right. It sounds like the, the time thing, the things are more slowed down possibly than you realize in terms of you being, in part, in terms of you being like, what next, what's next, what's next kind of stuff and being able to let that go. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, the letting go of stuff in the past or like, okay, cool, thanks for this experience. Here's some things I've learned. Now can I let this go and not think about it anymore? <laughs> and then, or you do truly release something and then a year later all of a sudden you're sitting there and it's in your head and you're thinking, what? Mm-hmm. I remember earnestly watching this thing fly off and feeling the relief of it being gone and here it is again, you know, so. Well, that's, I think, as an everyday thing sometimes. Yeah. Some of the experiences we've had that aren't great, I have to let them go many times in a week. And, yeah. And I'm, and that's frustrating, but, you know, yeah. I'm going to, it's going to be like that forever, so. Yeah, and the daily thing or more than once a month thing, I guess, for me yeah. is the next step in terms of realizing this. A lot of that stuff ties in with what, what you're saying right now with what we were talking about before we hit record or touched on was some of this identity stuff, at least for me, of just beliefs you wake up with from the very beginning in the morning, each morning, in a lens you're looking at things through. 
Um, I even wonder in the last month that there's been certain things that were more, not that I've resolved all those things by any means, but some of those bigger things that I thought were more, that's how I am, or that's a big one that I'm just going to keep releasing my whole life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I'm gaining a little bit of, this is a little bit vague, but gaining a little bit more perspective on what those things are that they even could exist. So a pretty, I guess, cliche one, depending on how you explain it, but is even just growing up in the church kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Even kind of getting a new perspective on that. And I'm seen plenty of great and not great people in the church just like anywhere so I don't really I feel like I have a pretty good sense of it in terms of a pretty good relationship with it in terms of I see it like pretty much any other place Um, but I also have noticed from youth or you know just a little bit more of like a guardedness in some of those scenarios I don't know I'm getting I'm getting kind of random here off the goal of what I'm trying to say but when you just said that it brought to mind some of these bigger things that I feel like I've been encouraged a little bit that we can identify them and continue to continue to release them, but maybe release them hopefully a little bit less or get better at it or it gets quicker or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, I would always hope that was my, a goal is to <laughs> one day not carry that burden anymore. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but, well, I mean, I guess holding on to it, I think, and then going back to camping, um, there's there's an analogy I've. I, I don't know if I've made it up or if I just learned it along the way, but like, let's say you have a backpack and um, you put everything you need in the backpack, right? So that means your tent, your sleeping bag, your um, maybe some clothes that are dry, things that keep you warm, food. And when I started packing that backpack for the, like, for the long trip, I was like putting everything I could in there not knowing that my body can't handle that all right. that so that every, I had to shed that off and everything I really needed was in that backpack and I had to let a lot of that stuff go and to me I'm hoping that I can be like even if that means uh anger or bitterness I have towards something in my past that I'm not carrying that around because it's going to just keep it's just right un, unneeded weight yeah and the best camping experience I can have is with not a lot of stuff right. so I, I'm just hope, yeah. Like I want to, I want it one day to be resolved and gone. Right, right. And maybe that's the process of just doing it every day. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. And it's cool how the things that you appreciate or the things you do in life can reflect back to these abstract ideas and be like, all right, I don't need to be spending energy holding on to this, or yeah. even I don't have I only have so many mental thought points today. Really don't want to put them into that, yeah. you know. Like, I, especially when you get to things that you care about or things that you do want to resolve or build or learn, um, and you're truly hungry for that. It's like let's let's just release it. Uh, the angry at other people as a specific thing is a nice one as you get older to learn more about because that just feels so good to realize. Oh, they made this mistake, or they were thinking this, or they were thinking about themselves, or it's not about me, or mm. whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's a hard one because, you know, this is why so many people have dogs instead of, the, you know, because it's like the animal you don't really get angry at. Deep down, when I think of all the people that hurt me, you know, so even though I'm celebrating getting better at certain stupid things, you know, you still have these these things that you're continuing to learn about or release from yeah. past experiences. But 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm with you on that. The more we can just, um, yeah, release it, the better. And mm-hmm. that becomes more of a, not just once a month, but um, I don't know. Every morning and every night, I'm trying to sit in a little bit of silence now. And go yep. into some of whatever this is. Yep. So starting the day and then finishing the day. Finishing the day apparently is a bigger deal for me than a lot of people, or maybe not. In silence or just just closing the day in a in a good mindset. I'll it feeds pretty often into my wake up. I notice so oh. a lot of people need to start their day calm, um, or maybe not a lot of people. A lot of people get just get moving, but like have a quiet time in the morning. It's nice for me to almost split a quiet moment in between half right before I go to bed and half when I get up. Um, I never thought about doing it at night and I'm, I'm not sure why, or if that's just means throwing something on to watch and just like zone out. Yeah. But usually for me, it's cutting it off. Like I'll listen to this podcast, maybe close to sleep. And then the last so many minutes, I'll try to just turn it off and sit in silence. Even just have a little bit of, See what my thoughts yeah. are, you know. But see what I'm 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 afraid to do that and that's a I'm just said the word afraid, but so maybe that's something I need to look into. But I'm I I wanna go to bed when my brain and body are tired and when my mind won't stop, I can't go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think uh I do everything I can to numb that so that I'm Right, or just in a rhythm. Tired. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm wondering if I did practice that at night, if it would, because I'm a, I'm the way in the morning. I don't want to, I want to be quiet. I don't want a lot of questions. I just want to, yeah, you know, have my, not space. I don't mind being around people at those times, but I just want to, ever, just to be calm and just know I don't that want a lot of questions. I have. It's really hard. I like. I, it's when you you know, let's say you're spending time with family like, <laughs> on a Christmas vacation or something. They're like, we want to eat. We want to do yeah. that. I was like, I don't know, and I don't really want to. Uh-huh. I just want to drink coffee and right. sit outside. Yeah, I did. I had a problem. <laughs> Somebody asked me something this week, and then um, asked again just to be courteous, and then right. that was because I was waking up and my brain was coming together. That frustrated me. <laughs> Don't make me answer twice, please. Yeah, I, just I, I, I already we did this. We're done. Uh-huh. You know, but then if you give me thirty minutes, I'm like, oh, the person's just trying to be yeah kind to yeah. you, um, and I get better at kind of forgiving myself on that stuff too. But I don't know. Everybody goes to bed in a different way, and I, um, I don't know. I feel like whether it's working out or whether it's getting into a puzzle or whether it's watching something for a few minutes, I don't know. That stuff mm-hmm. is pretty smooth too. I just know that if I if I'm watching something, a lot of times it'll be something in, intense, um, or Sissy's got something on and it's like a murder mystery or something, and so I'll, I'm geared up thinking about stabbings and blood and clues uh-huh. right up to bed, and then I, the lights go out and I'm just sitting there. Not necessarily afraid, because it's not a horror or a slasher film, but I'm just thinking about, well, she's probably guilty because of this, and then he's mm-hmm. probably guilty because, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> um, getting better at that. But um, to kind of pull us over onto some of the painting talk and some of the painting thoughts, um, what's been going on with that the last, um, or this is what I'll ask you in a moment, I guess. The first question, I guess, would be, what's been going on in the last year or so with that? But I can kind of explain to you what I was saying about what I've observed with your stuff. Let's make sure yeah, we're still good, good on recording. Um, 
I can kind of explain to you what I've observed with your stuff over the last few years because it's it's been. I mean, I've caught a good amount of the pieces and projects and um, shows, but then I, I'm sure I've missed a good amount of it too. And I was even scrolling through some of your stuff uh, today, just kind of glancing to remind myself. Mm-hmm. But, and this is kind of from the beginning, a, a mixture of abstract and then very specific um, literal together at the same time. Bro, I'm so happy. I'm so happy you called it that. Keep going. Okay, cool. Um, Because that's something that we even mentioned earlier. um, Our buddy Liz, who is great illustrator, yeah, and um, even thinking of one of the illustrations she did of a friend of ours, that was. And there's no better or worse style. I'm just trying to identify these styles. Um, The drawing she did of somebody we know floored me, and it was almost photographic. Um, different style when I'm thinking of your stuff in that I'll, it's almost like I'm photographs are being cut together a lot of times at, at different distances and pieced back together. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like the first way I described it better than the photographs cut together thing. But I know that like hands, I feel like were something that I noticed for a while, mm-hmm. whether it's the hands holding the drumstick or there was a piece you did about a, uh, with a fist um, certain hands, and then I noticed you doing some portraits of people, um, like full body sits or sittings a few years ago. Yeah. So I, I don't know what I have to say about that besides just trying to document what I've seen. And then the last little while, some more portraits, and I don't know. There was one with a maybe a child or somebody in a jacket looking at a window or something, and there was some yellow and blue. There were more aggressive colors with a more toned down thing. I think it connected with something with your grandmother. Am I just making that up? Or oh, somebody yes. in your family or yes. something. That seemed like a slightly different thing, but maybe not. Um, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm just, I know I'm, I'm putting 12 things on you. Right, but, that's fine. No um, and then a lot of um, flowers, natures, uh, natures. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, but like bouquets and stuff, right? Uh-huh. And then I've seen some of that, um, some stuff at di- on different sizes. So a lot of it's on canvas, but some stuff on buildings or walls or things like that. Okay. So and that's a whole, that's another topic too. The idea of murals is a different. There's a technical aspect, you know. Yeah. That stuff blows my mind. Um, so anyway, that's the that's what I've seen over the few over the years, and sometimes it's a still life. Sometimes it's. A person is that different, right? Still life is like an object and a man. I'm portrait. I don't is just, know. Yeah, I know, right? I don't I have no idea. Um, and then I guess figures were still still life, but right? Yeah, like what, almost the artistic term for it. I don't know. I didn't go to art school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends. Thank God. Um, <laughs> um, and then the stuff I've been looking at recently or seen from you recently. That's the stuff that I was saying. I'm where I'm. More, at least, seeing, like, there were a couple self-portraits where, and that, I didn't read anything, I just assumed it when I saw it. Yeah. Um, where I'm catching your eyes mm-hmm. in the painting. So, and like I said before, before we hit record, it's not just, um, those are human eyes, um, but those are your eyes. So, and that's when I brought up Liz before, drawing a portrait that's somebody that I run into that I'm like, oh, they have the ability to 
recreate the person, hit such a specific mark there. And so that's something I saw in some of these portraits was, that's a next level thing to me. Um, so funny, I don't know why two Wes Anderson films are coming up right now. What but, other one? Uh, the French Dispatch. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, when, he's, when the art investors are talking, one of them's talking to his two buddies, and he's like <laughs> talking about the abstract artist, and he's like, he's really talented. And he shows him a picture of a bird, a sparrow or something, to prove that he is a good artist. Uh-huh. And But he's already shown him the abstract painting, which none of them understand. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of my version of that where I'm like, there's a lot of abstract stuff here, which I either like or don't like. How do I define it? I don't know. And then, oh, look, I can see that those are your eyes. That's like the sparrow. Like, see, I, can, I know. Uh-huh. I can prove <laughs> that's hard to do. Um, anyway, the, that's some of the stuff that I've seen recently. Yeah. But what's been going on with painting stuff, I guess, is the simple way of wrapping like Recently. Up. Yeah, I guess in the yeah. last year or so. Um, the last year, I've been, I've been focusing on two things. One is... I guess more abstract, less, less of an object that I'm painting and more of a, I don't know what abstracts are. So I'm the worst at understanding art history and art uh, terms and all that. I mean, it's, it's my uneducated folk artist, whatever. And I'm fine being that. So I'm going to just say it the way, like the best way I can say it's abstract, but to me, it's just a bunch of colors and lines and, and I'm, and, I, and I'm just trying to like that. And I never thought I would get into it. But I'm way into it. I love it. And um, just been that's kind of been my direction. And it's and I've loved doing the flowers. I was working as a florist for a few years. And I think that's where a lot of that came from. And there's just mm-hmm. so much like color and shapes that are really cool in flowers. And so, you know, being around it all the time and then, you know, painting it was just kind of a natural step. Right. Um, but I've, I mean, and those will always be fun to do, but you know, I've done so many of them and I'm kind of tired of, not that I'll stop doing them, but I'm tired of doing it for now. Right. And so I just said, well, what can I make that's weird or not, not even, Oh, I'm going to make this because it's weird. I just wanted to make, I had a vision of an abstract piece in my head for years. And, um, it was, I don't know, it was something like I saw like a painter in a movie or something once and I was like, oh, that's that's insane. And then I went back to see like, to look at that that uh, scene yeah. and I was like, that's the dumbest painting I've ever seen. Yeah. And, it, and whatever I made it in my head was cool. And so I wanted to recreate that. So I kept chasing that by doing these like abstract paintings and out of that came the one that I, that I saw right. for the past few years. So I think I've created it. I did create it. And then all these other ones that were kind of like works of trying to do it, but still came out to be cool. And and now I'm kind of doing, it's all centered around this one vision I've had of a painting. And so now I'm kind of doing the post of that painting, which is right. um, just more of them. And I'm almost, I think I'm almost done with that group of set of paintings. Right. And, but, you know, working away at it as much as I can post you said what, what's so that? as in as in like I'm um, that vision of the one painting that I had yeah um, I was you know I've done a lot of paintings trying to find that one uh-huh. and then I found it gotcha and now I'm doing paintings after I've made that one 
and yeah. being cool with like that's not the it's not the centerpiece of what I'm going for this painting but it's still I want to make it cool uh-huh. I don't want to make it uh, be a part of this group of paintings and so that's what I've been working on and, and there's probably I don't know seven or eight of them maybe right so, right yeah um, and is that kind of an equal balance of those things or do you feel like the color is the thing that is really doing it or the linear you know mm. or the texture all of that but it's really just the relationship of all those things mm. and I'm just looking at or I'm um, exploring the relationship between not so much color and color or color and line but like light, even light and dark or shape and lack of shape uh-huh. or um, uh, I don't know anger and happiness right right chaos and peace right and to me they're all of those things yeah so like uh, one person a neighbor friend of mine that um, came over and he said that looks chaotic and to me I was like I thought it was a peaceful painting uh-huh. and he thought it was chaotic yeah. So there's a relationship between those. That's I think that's what I'm. You're like that's a beach in a sunset. Right. <laughs> that's funny about abstracts. You can call them whatever you want. Uh-huh. That is a uh, a nude, and it's like no, it's not. Yeah, the, but it's whatever you want it to be. The idea of um, there's a painting in the room that is basically just kind of an off-white vanilla, and in the little corner there's like a white heart. Mm-hmm. That's a glow that has glow in the dark painted over it too. So it's almost just nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's a, a canvas from uh, my buddy Otis, uh, who you know, yeah, James, um, that he didn't want anymore. That so a lot of the texture is there from whatever painting was there before. So I just went on top of it, mm-hmm. and really that's it's become a piece that I really enjoy. Partly because I've been trying to create so much space that that painting can be present and not imposed too much because it's vanilla on white and you don't even really notice it unless you flip the lights out yeah you got 30 seconds before it fades yeah yeah um but that's something that uh i've seen a few people really get into the texture side of things and i know you're talking about all that mixing together but um no i love texture those subtleties can be pretty awesome yeah. yeah i love and you know a lot of and I don't, this is not why I do it, but a lot of people respond to that. And I'm, it's encouraging because I'm like, oh, well, I feel the same way about texture. I love the texture. And to me, it's just like I'm wasting paint on this thing. I'm doing thick yeah. um, strokes of this big, you know, glob of something. And and But what's cool is like a light will hit that. And depending on where the lights are coming from, there's a shadow on the painting. So that's... Right. Then you're playing around with that too and that's fun and yeah um and some people will do that even i know one artist um who like she will do this amazing painting that's very flat but then she puts these huge you know flower flower pieces that she makes out of paint and just sticks them on there and it creates this 3d thing and so it literally is it's paint on top of paint on top of like almost like frosting Basically, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. that's a good. That's that's a way to describe it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. See, um, that almost starts to. I have to see it, right? Because the way you're just the there's there's a way to do that that's smooth. In my brain, now I'm starting to like. There's too many elements. If it gets too 3D, I'm almost like it becomes a different thing. I think you could mess it up. I, yeah. And this 
particular artist does it. I think she she uh-huh. nails it. But I think you could definitely right overdo it or underdo it. You know? Well, there's now you're getting me into like shadow box. Is that a, is that where you like a three inch d- depth to the frame? This is like a different. This isn't painting necessarily. Right, but that's right. where you're building little. Oh yeah. You know, you you have some Z space there, some depth. Mm-hmm. So as long as I. A, my brain agrees or, or you know whatever I'm going into mm. I'm fine with it but um, yeah that's pretty awesome I mean that's basically the how far can you push the idea of texture and um, I mean I love this I love the complex side of it but every once in a while when somebody I mean I guess it's a texture thing but it also could just be line and form you know the simplicity of something whether it is nature and it's a, a flower or whether it's like the, I'm thinking I'm picturing the spine of somebody right now mm-hmm. just a single stroke you know that gives me a human um, I don't even know where I'm going with that but I love the simplicity of it and I guess that gets us back to the abstract I'm kind of just running well I mean isn't it all abstract yeah I mean the, yes. The, uh, you know, it's it's not so much an object, but just the or like that's what the impressions are. Like that's an impression of what you think it is. Right. Whatever BS. It's just it's just a, something you're doing with this tool and that whatever your canvas is. Yeah. Quote. And and I guess we call it art, but really, who cares? What it is it's going to burn up one day? So right. is it really that important? And yes, it is important, but I don't. I you know, I char- if I charge three hundred dollars for something, how long would that last? Right. I don't know, man. Just it it's something to do and get by and get me and hopefully, uh, hopefully be a better relational person or be more in touch with God or be in touch with myself or and that's really the point of painting or doing art whatever your art is well that's it points you back to redefining or observing how you define life if it doesn't matter in terms of it's not you're not carving it in stone in terms of it's going to burn up in so many years Mm -hmm. but there's still a response to it that you have where it's important so if it is important, but it's not just building a house, gathering food, mm-hmm. or etching it in stone for future generations, then what does that say about reality and what's actually important? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, cool. It's not necessarily about just protection and legacy. It's about right here, right now, what am I experiencing and how do I not go insane with it? Whatever mm-hmm. insane is, even if that's unreasonable or too selfish or whatever. To me, it's just an investment in myself. Yes, and I don't do I don't do art for other people. It, I don't do commissions. I'm making what I need to make for myself. And should people connect to it and like it, great. Yeah. But I mean, every picture I do now is something I would want to put on my own damn wall. Right. So, otherwise, it's not really done. Yeah. And so that's it. That's that's it. If other people dig it and want to get into it, awesome. Yeah. And you know, giving my art to uh, a public eye in some way is part of my own process and it had I had to learn how to do that but it's definitely not why I pick up the paintbrush it's I'm do I, I mean a lot of times I'm just trying to figure out what I'm 
what I've felt or feeling or I've pushed down or whatever. So right, you know. right. How big are these? Uh, this stack of, did you say seven or nine or how many? Yeah, I don't remember how many. I'd have to. They're all they're all leaning on each other right now. Uh, uh let's see. How tall is that? Three uh, feet. Three three ish. feet by two feet something. Yeah, got you. Maybe four four by three feet. And then the one that I'm trying to just hack away at now is the biggest I've ever painted. And it was a, it's a, whatever the size of a full-size bed is. Because okay. it used to be the frame of my old mattress and I just stretched, oh, cool. stretched, over, stretched over it. So it's a full, like, it's a full. Yeah. <laughs> you could put a full-size sheet on it. They should do painting sizes in beds. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to make it a bed later. Do you do this in a twin? <laughs> Okay, cool. Uh, that because that puts into my head the some of the portrait stuff or not portrait um, uh, mural stuff. Mm. And, uh, how common is that for you to do? Stuff oh, I've only done two murals. Okay, one been. was a big thing of flowers, or am I making? They've that all up? been flowers. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, the, the first one I did, I did not know what I was doing. Someone, a friend, said, "Hey, come paint this wall on the side of a salon." Yeah, and. This is back before 12 South was a um, destin- beach destination for yuppies. And, okay. Um, and, it is kind of a beach takers. destination. Yeah. It's like, is it's that like just Panama the taco space there has done that single-handedly with all the white wood? Um, uh, oh, yeah. Whatever that yeah, is. I yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, bar taco. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a overkill of bar taco. And... Anyway, but that happened at that location right before the right before the surge. Yeah, that. Uh-huh. and I and and so I'm trying to claim that because it's funny because I don't think a lot of these Instagrammers are getting in front of it and taking pictures. And I pass by that all the time. So my girlfriend lives down that street, right? And so you know I pass by there and I always look over and it's hidden in uh-huh. a little mini alleyway. And there's sometimes people like you know with their selfies out and yeah. fake smiling in front of the the what I made I'm like they don't even know who painted that picture yeah and that I kind of despise them and then I yet have to accept them embrace them and love them and yeah but anyway that was the cycle of emotional everything it's, here. it's yeah. very weird and I and yes that is my painting and I didn't sign it and I didn't want to sign it I don't know why and I just wanted to see like how how it'd be accepted right and it has been accepted you know by people I probably don't wouldn't want to go hang out with, but right. maybe I should hang out with them. And isn't that kind of beautiful too? What an interesting thing that it's like a note you put out and you just leave it. And some people that you might not even hang out with or click <laughs> with are like, Oh, I get what this guy's saying. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I put it in those terms because so much of creative stuff for me is like language and communication. Even if it's me doing a journal entry for me to read later, yeah, it's still a note to myself, and that is pretty crazy when you're you're hearing or seeing somebody respond, and you're like, I don't even know if we would have a good conversation. We certainly mm-hmm. wouldn't do well on a road trip, probably. Yeah, I mean, maybe, if it's a long enough road trip, you might come all full circle and actually end up really liking and the maybe, person. Dude, yeah, yeah, and, all, and that's the open. whole point. You're yeah, to. Um, but I'm not. I'm not sitting here trying to choose my audience, man. I'm no. like, the audience will create create what they want to out of it and that's cool to be that's great man yeah. I'm, well that's know. reality and beautiful and kind of like being humble about it this whole idea of 
these are the people I'm going to connect with. How stupid is that for you to even think that you know enough about humans to mm -hmm. know that these are the only people, you know, or yeah. that you could uh, foresee the kind of people that are going to connect to it. That's exactly. what a waste. That sounds so depressing. Mm -hmm. I mean, include them, but then plus all these other random people who are just waiting on their buzzer to go off at their beach taco mm -hmm. spot that doesn't take <laughs> cash right. anymore. I am thankful for my friends who knew, know that I did that mural and and I, I keep saying the word mural, but to me it was just like a, the biggest canvas I had, and I just uh -huh. did stuff. Yeah, and it's what's well, not very well done. I remember one writer said, even though this mural is very busy, it you know, <sighs> da -da -da -da. I was like, okay, they think it's busy, cool. But anyway, uh, like there's too much flowers or too right. much things. But anyway, I, a lot of my friends would like if someone's like, artist unknown, and then someone would pipe in there. Like, this guy did it. And yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, man. That's, Thanks for the shout that's out. my people. I, what I need to do is go um, just buy a whole outfit that I can return later that day. Just awesome. <laughs> just awesome, like killer fashion. And put on, just powder my face or I don't know what, make my hair look just the best it can make, uh, best it can look, and go take a selfie in front of that thing <laughs> and with some Uggs on or something. Yeah. Um, by all the clothes that you're going to use on 12 South yeah and then, yeah um, anonymous OMG YOLO those are the three tags artist anonymous <laughs> OMG YOLO man none of the, nobody cares about who the artist is uh, he takes a picture in front of it and that's kind of cool to me too uh, no yeah I mean it all works it's like let's just try it this way um, La Pieta Michelangelo's Mary holding Jesus sculpture which is that kind of like iconic white marble with she's got her robe on or whatever yes a lifeless yeah. body he didn't sign that so the story was told to me didn't sign that and then someone else claimed it and then he snuck into the church where he put it and signed his name across the band on her chest whoa so apparently it says michelangelo like across the front of it and he also, from what I understand, never signed another sculpture, never like etched his name yeah. into another sculpture. But I think thus, again, third time, I'm like, the story goes, he was 25 or something, just young and just put it out there. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I mean, is that too negative for me to say, of course? Um, does that mean that I'm older than 25 to say, of course, <laughs> some somebody comes along and is like, yeah, that's me. That's me. I didn't sign it. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like my favorite art piece, whether or not somebody signed it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I have, you know, what's funny is that the only other mural I did was on a church. Okay. And it was my parents' church, the church I grew up going to, and my parents cool. still go to. And it was, I, I created it for a corporate place that was like trying to hire me to do some same kind of thing. They saw the one in 12 South. They're like, can you do something like that for right. a new building? And then after some negotiations, it didn't work out. And so I was like, well, you know, and then uh, at the preschool that, at that church that I'm talking about, you know, my mom is the director there and she goes, well, come paint on this wall because I'd like to, you know. So I basically wanted to paint it for these kids. And Yeah, cool. And I'm I'm really proud of that one. I'm glad it's on the church where it's at and not yeah. another building that's been thrown up here in the city. Right. That's like a coffee business office space work like 
I mean, that could still be cool to have something on the side mm-hmm. of some like WeWork type building or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, just in the vein of what we we're just talking about, why limit it? If somebody's open to giving you a canvas somewhere, go for it. Mm-hmm. But some kids in, in a churchyard, that's a little bit more soulful. That's like, sounds great. I think it's where it belongs. Yeah. And I, I, it was fun to do. It was, it was a fun project to jump in and do. How big is that? Is that also flowers or no? Also flowers. This one is more contained in a vase. Yeah. And um, it is, I don't know. Eight, maybe eight feet yeah. tall, uh, maybe the same way wide, nice. around, something like that. So I prefer to say vase also. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said vase in 15 it's years. It's a vase. Suckers. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, when you do that too, are you just, do you just roll in the same way that you paint a painting? You're just, it's bigger and let's go? No. Okay, cool. Do you do section squares and kind of map it out or what? No, I don't okay. do that either. What I did was I drew it out. Um, how did I do that? That particular one, okay, I drew it out on a, just a paper. Yeah. Um, worked out how, kind of where I want things. Could be changed later, but basically it's going to look like that. And then, I think I just transposed that onto like a, a, a see-through projection. Oh, okay, and yeah. So I did a projection, did an outline, and, um... Yeah, and then I went from there. Okay, cool. Um, I got an old overhead projector. Yes, uh, those are in sweet. In the closet here, I love it. Not only the look of it, that like brownish vanilla. Yeah. Oh, um, but just the fact that it's some symbol of. It wasn't as good as them rolling a TV out in, mm-hmm. in elementary school yeah. where you were like, ha. Yeah. Right. Um, but it was pretty good. The lights are going off. You get some cool technology and cool lights or like it's a good symbol of like something cool. That's how out. we learned, man. Uh, oh, huge. And um, yeah, just like lectures and all that stuff. The dry race, you know, live mm-hmm. markings. <laughs> um, did you do like a projector projector? Or did you do something like an overhead like that? Or no, what? overhead projector. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Those things are amazing. Yeah. Um, that's something the only time I've really experimented with that because painting I love it it's so similar to like film visual storytelling Um, but every for a while it would be every year now it's less than that I'll get some inspiration to try to do something specific and try one little thing Mm -hmm. Um, the Tesla paintings I did a few years ago a lot of those I decided to try to like draw versions of the images more projection more of a more i mean not like locked into tracing but trying to bring that into it obviously mm-hmm. you're tracing your own drawing so it's different i was like kind of tracing yeah photographs and yeah, stuff yeah. like that um which ever since i was a kid i'm like oh, this isn't real illustration you're just tracing but it's as you get older to celebrate like these are the tools i want to make something cool and this is the yeah. goal you know um I don't really know where I'm going with that besides just once you get it up and projected, you just kind of start from the bottom left and just kind of cruise through. Or I mean, obviously it doesn't have to be bottom left, but... No, I think I started in the middle on that one. I think yeah. the first three flowers on that one were sunflowers. Yeah. And, um, and I worked out from there. And right. I think I moved from the original place like a few flowers from like... They were way up here, but I thought they fit better down here. They're like out of place up there. Right. So, you know, that kind of thing. And, and then, you know... Sometimes not what I drew originally. I was like, I know that this area needs some 
green foliage and I just right. throw that in there. Yeah. I don't know, stuff like that. And yeah. I just kind of work that way with it. Inside, uh, from the inside out. You know what I'm talking about with the square, the square technique? I wish I knew how to do that well, but I, I, mean, I don't. I feel like it would have to, what I, only time I've seen it is people just straight up computer, just scale it up, print it out kind of stuff. So yeah. it's, it's not even, you know, they're just using the tools. Mm -hmm. um, but I've only seen, you know, a couple of documentaries here and there. I saw a short film, I think at the Nashville Film Festival a few years ago, of a guy, I think it was the Abstracts Shorts Collection, which is my favorite thing to go to at film festivals. Yeah. Um, and similar deal, it was like a silo or something a guy was painting on. Mm -hmm. um, and he seemed, I think he seemed to kind of break it up, but he wasn't like, you know, attaching pieces of paper to the side of the silo. Mm -hmm. I just can't imagine. How many feet did you say the, the church wall was? I mean, it seems, I, it's, it, I needed a ladder. Uh, I'm six, well, just under six foot, so like, maybe it was eight or nine. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't reach the top. Yeah, dude, that's fun. And then how many times, because my thing would just, the whole time, actually, I'd probably have to be uh, checking my MacGyver season one DVDs down there or something. Like <laughs> Come up with a way to get like a mirror set up. Because every four minutes, I feel like I'd be stepping back 12 feet to get a reference man and then back in. It was, that, yeah, that, that's a the, lot of up and down. That's it. When it comes to a giant mural, it's... Uh, knowing where the hell you are, right? Yeah. I would think. Well, yeah. I mean, if I stay too close, if I stay too close, I'm gonna miss. Yeah. What I'm doing, and I, I, yeah, you have to back up. Plus, there was some wasp having a nest up there, and I got stung so many times. Yeah. And they would just at a certain time of the day, I would it would be like let's say I'd be there at five. They they came out at five to tell me that that's their that's their territory, and uh -huh. they, they would they stung me so many times, man. Um, so that was also a, I would get off. That was a good reason to get off the, uh, off the ladder. But it'd be funny. I'd like paint real quick and run off the ladder when that, I saw them around me. And then they would, I'd run up again, paint something, then you know. So yeah. I guess that got me to step back a little more. <laughs> Great time lapse. It's yeah. not just the moving of the painting, but the running away. It's like me seconds. swatting, going nuts when yeah. it lands on my face. You do pretty good with ladders. Sure. Yeah. 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 I do pretty well. Um, I think until I drive by somewhere and see like a pro. Just uh -huh. next level ladder guy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it always blows me away. Uh, <laughs> the people that actually know what they're doing. Griswold style <laughs> is kind of what comes into my mind. Um, okay, cool. So, yeah, because that, that, that's something I was curious about, just the mural stuff. And obviously, it's the zooming in and the pulling back, I would think, that is such a huge part of it. But I was curious about that. If I did a mural, especially of like a person or something, I feel like they would have... It would end up being a normal sized person with either a huge or a tiny, super uh, well drawn specific hand. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one section would be totally out of proportion. <laughs> um, but I guess that could be the beauty of it. On the portrait stuff that I was looking at, which might be older than either the kind of abstract stuff, it sounds like it is. It is, yeah. Um, I don't know where it fits in line with the mural stuff, but what was that stuff? You had a showing maybe six months ago. Am I making that up? Um, uh, some portrait somewhere, or maybe you didn't. I just feel like I saw pictures of people standing at your paintings, and it looked like it was in the evening. Um, I don't recall. Okay, maybe I'm just making it up. I might have seen it on Instagram or something, but 
you might have just had a, it just looked like a collection of portraits all pretty muted colors and I think you had two self-portraits in there okay um, and those are the ones I'm talking about where I'm like those are you, I'm looking at your eyes right, right. you know well the person that I've learned the most from painting was a, a grandmother figure to me and like really close family friend and um, she was a fine artist uh, her name is Mary Lou okay and Mary Lou I would go and like go to her house and we'd paint or she would she's the one that very, very she encouraged me at one point when I was young to be like hey you're you need to start taking this seriously and that's when it switched that's when I was like alright I'm gonna start taking this seriously anyway some of the things I've taken from her mentorship was don't ever avoid hands and don't ever avoid faces yeah and so I've tried to just never avoid because you know yeah. if you see a painting and and it's Someone's not that someone's hands forced into their pocket yeah I'll let you say it but I okay well I mean it, you could be like doing a good job but like you can't get that hand right yeah and it's it's hands are not easy but once you it's not like you ever I don't think you ever master I there's times I've done hands okay and then other times I like do like what you're saying like the misproportioned hands and I try to make it misproportioned because right. it's fun and cool and artistic whatever but as far as that and the figures and you know I just try to move you know it's just cool shapes of people or mm-hmm. um maybe misproportioned arms that might be really cool and cartoony yeah well yours in your style it fits because it almost has that not quite but the collage photograph style where I'm seeing shapes and blocks triangles or rectangles but then I'm catching hyper realism in that my portrait with the person with the tiny hand would just be a mistake it wouldn't (laughs) it wouldn't be a style reflected in the full piece Um, but yeah, I anyway, don't I'll keep letting you, uh, let you, well, let you go on that. I mean, I don't know how much more to say, except yeah. that I just, I tried to, uh, I think in those, I was just trying to learn. Yeah. I'm just trying to, to be developed, I'm trying to develop my skills as a painter with um, with faces, with hands, with body shapes, proportions that are right. close at least, or and if they're not close, you know, not the, some of the great figure paintings, you know, had weird proportions that are yeah. awesome paintings, yeah. you know. Um uh, so anyway, I, I think I was just always trying to, um, I was just trying to get better at that. Yeah. Really is what it came Go right to. at it. And, and as far as my self-portraits, it's just, again, trying to see myself. Yeah. I'm trying to look at the person I am and say, like, what am I seeing here? And a lot of times I do it and, like, I do, the, let's say I do the eyes and, like, those eyes are a little tired. And I and I I have been tired, and yeah. I don't know why I've turned that off of understanding that about you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, I you know I've heard that you, every face that you paint is really a self portrait. I don't know if that's true. Like Liz, for example, she's yeah she's actually painting the person because she sees the person because she's really good at that. Right. But um, I think I I always go back to self portraits. Like I need to do. I told myself I'm going to do one next week. Or just a drawing or something, right. um, just in my uh, art plan for the week, and that's going to be just like okay, see see how I am now. Like let's let's take an inventory and yeah, and maybe document it for the time being, and you know. Right. So uh, yeah, it really is just a. It's the I, I, if there's no other figure in front of me or another face to paint in front of me, it always have mine. 
Sure. And so there's a mirror, and let's do it. You know. Yeah. So do you know? Do you work off mirror or photograph? Uh, for self portraits, I'll do a mirror. Yeah. Um, that's more interesting. Yeah. I mean, I one other thing Mary Lou taught me was uh, the keep in in keeping it original by either taking the picture yourself yeah. and then working off that picture, or yes. having the model in front of you. Yeah. Or you're having the real life in front of you, having the still life in front of you, you know. So right. I'll, I'll only work off of, you know, what's in front of me or a picture that I myself took. Rarely will I use someone else's uh-huh. photos or something. But Yeah. Well, I mean, even if you're looking at a mirror, I get it that it's flattened into a two, 2D space. But I don't know. I guess you could debate that. I wonder. But it seems like you're... Um, just because it's breathing and moving, there's mm-hmm. going to be more of a real-life three-dimensional aspect there as opposed to literally the photos. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't know how you debate that because somebody says the mirror is flat and just like a photo. But um, Well, you create the depth by seeing what else is in there, you know? Yeah, and, and I like the idea of the mirror and the right-nowness of it and even the portrait you paint can reflect to you have I been not noticing that I'm tired? I mean, that's 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 what you were getting. That's a good statement that points to what you're getting at the beginning of this, you know, or not the yeah. beginning of this, no, but just, right. you know, a lot of like, I'm doing this to look at myself, to learn about myself, uh, because for some reason I'm responding to something that says, don't just build another house and collect more acorns, spend a day painting. So what comes of it? Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, there's a mirror in my studio right right where I sit and paint. So, yeah. I mean, I always have a chance to look at myself and, and do either take inventory there or not, whether, no matter what I'm painting. Right. And, you know, and right now talking about it, I realize I haven't looked in that mirror much at all. Yeah. So, you know, it's I'm due. Right, I'm right. I'm due for, for it. Yeah. I feel like the self-portrait stuff or the portraits, portraits of other people... Sometimes I'll just find myself with a pen or a pencil and even just... It takes energy. It's I have to concentrate, which is maybe an absurd thing, of course. But So I really have to have a little bit of energy I want to give to it. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, just trying to um, draw myself as I envision or notice myself in a mirror mm-hmm. or even looking over at somebody I know well and just trying to do the sketch. And that is... It really is a blast in terms of... Um, especially if you can concentrate but go loose whatever that means yeah. um, and really for me there's of the eight elements that would make someone's essence I'm just making up eight Yeah, maybe one or two I'm like oh look the shoulders look what I got the yeah. shoulders you know and that's just a blast I can't imagine um, or at least I get almost like the same as someone that enjoys music on stage or whatever I get the idea of okay this is fun this give and take between the the person and the observation and what's coming out on the page is awesome, uh, but yeah. Anyway, looking at looking at some of those uh, portraits, and I didn't really try to decipher too many of the other ones. I don't know if you're like, no, all those are self portraits. I don't know, but I know that a few of them. Oh, they're not. Yeah. I didn't, okay. Cool. I didn't think so. Um, or maybe I saw pictures of people sitting by their next to their portrait. You know, what I mean? yeah, this could be some old stuff. Too. Yeah, and those are old, but yeah. I definitely have done portraits of other people that. Yeah. And, you know, if, if I have an opening somewhere and they show up, I'm like, stand next to your picture. I want to take a picture of yeah. you with your picture. You know? no. Oh, totally. Are you mm-hmm. kidding? Yeah. Um, what do you see then for... Well, here's two things. This is one technical, technical, maybe actionable thing. 
And you you might be like, no, I didn't do the the school side of it. But is there something for somebody who would either either on the mural, the bigger side of things, or even just trying to do some painting or portraits? That's what that's my most honest question is probably the mural. I kind of already ran you through that. Um, and then like, is there anything you notice that helps you when you're trying to draw yourself or someone else and hit something? And I get that could be specific or it could be realist or abstract, but, or no, is it just more and more and more? Keep showing up, keep seeing, keep seeing. I know maybe the one advice I'll give somebody as not an, not a, a seasoned painter is just the more I could understand to get out of my mind's eye. So when I see you, I think about a head and shoulders sitting in a chair, but what am I actually looking at? Mm-hmm. What's the actual shape of your arm is such a weird shape in reality. Mm-hmm. It's not an arm the way I think of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's illustration 101, but is there anything or no? Is it just keep showing up and keep messing with I it? I think it is just, it's more of just the practice of doing yeah. it. So, um, you know, uh, let's say I'm working on eyes. Let's, Eyes, nose, and mouth are hard. Yeah. And then their relation to each other is hard. And when you can get it close, it's still not good enough. Right. So practicing and doing it over and over again so that maybe you're going to learn something that you didn't. Yeah. And, and man, I'm, I won't, I won't be as you are. The times I got the eyes right or the nose right or the mouth right, I was lucky. Yeah. Or I was just... Yeah, let's try this, let's try this. And it was, I guarantee you, I've messed up three other times. Right, yes. And, but that's that's the beauty of oil painting, and I believe just art, and I believe in most of the things in our life. Yes. You don't mess up. We don't mess up. And that's one th- another thing Mary Lou taught me. Like, you, it's impossible to mess up. Because if you think you messed up or you didn't, did it away, you just change it. Right. And you, you change it to something different. And... And when I approach art in that way, the process might take a little longer or it might just be a little more learning and that's what I'm working with. So that if I'm just sitting there trying to do a face of someone else's face, um, I'm just trying to like hone in on some skills and see like what I don't know already. Right. And, um, and then I'll mess it up and I start over again, do it again. And you get it, you get it eventually. Yeah, and you know, just giving yourself to the painting and letting the painting talk to you back, and you're back, you're back and forth to the painting. It's just as important as what's going to be done, what's going to be the finished product. Right. So, I mean, I, I and this sounds super hippie and stuff, but I just try to listen, listen to what it's telling me. Yeah. And same with like leaves of a plant, a house plant. You know, the leaves will tell you what it wants, and you right. just, and you know, that that stroke of that yellow tells you what it wants, and it wants a little bit of red right next to it. And, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess as far as like skill-wise, I'm just... Show up to it. Show Yeah, you show up. Yeah. And and sometimes you don't want to get it perfect, so you make wacky eyes and yeah. a wacky mouth, and, and it comes together perfectly. Sure. And, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, usually if I, if I can get the eye... I'm, in my head, when I'm doing it, it's like, if I get the eyes right, the rest of it will come. Right. So I just have to... And that means pupils or the uh, the directions looking or whatever, you know. Right. Well, and also, I guess, if somebody can connect with the eyes in some way. I mean, mm-hmm. even in video editing, the, the, the second, the frame you lose the eyes in, 
there's always a time to break rules when it's called for, but that's a less engaging frame than when there are eyes in the frame. Right, right. So just in general, the chances of you wanting to stop looking at that image or cut away are going to be higher. Mm-hmm. You know, again, you don't, you, you can have frames without eyes, but we like looking at eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think the number one thing we like looking at is the human face. Um, so maybe if we can connect to that, that it's almost like the app we allow more abstract. It's like a ghost body could follow it if we had to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something to connect with. This is a random uh, question. I think that I think in a moment I'll probably ask you like, what do you beyond this abstract batch or world or series? What do you see coming? But this is a, probably maybe just a real quick thing that came to mind. Painting nature or flowers and then humans or portraits, have they, how have they or have they not that much informed each other? Or once you got down, this would be too good to be true maybe, but it's also kind of how the universe works. Uh-huh. So like once you got down the, the arc of the flower and then you try to do the spine of a young lady, you know, like you're like, oh my God, it's the same. You know, they taught, they're the same thing. Is there any of that or is it just, yes, because it's painting. Yes, because you're looking at light and then you're recreating it. Or did you realize, like, actually, you know, the trunk of a tree is the same as the wrist of a seven-year-old uh-huh. man, you know? Like, <laughs> well, I've done more of that kind of connection with drawings. Yeah. And just quick doodles that I'm doing while I'm drinking coffee or at a, just sitting around hanging out. So I'll, I'll try to connect a, a object that grows from the ground with, a hand and I'll do, I'll do that every now and then. Yeah. Um, I haven't, and I'm glad you're asking me this cause maybe this is something I can explore, but I haven't really connected a figure with a still life flower picture. Right. Well, and I don't even know if I mean literally like merge them like a collage. I'm even just thinking in your skill and awareness of how to paint yeah. a flower when you get, when you improve there and then you go and you paint a human, does that obviously to some degree, the skill is going to show up. But are you, you know what I'm saying? Do you yeah. notice more or less than you would think in terms of these flowers inform my ability to paint humans? Man. Or just normal. Well. Just painting. I think what I did first was human stuff. And okay, then cool. moved on to flowers. Yeah. And what I think I liked about doing flowers more than humans, because a human is very complex and very many, and I haven't mastered it whatsoever. So right. like having a whole shape with the arm in the right place right shape and the stomach in the right shape and the leg and the foot and the face and all that like that's a lot of work and then what happened when I went to flowers I think I might have just been like this is way easier and I'm getting them done quicker and I want to keep doing it yeah and it's a different thing yeah and I think I think I really did just kind of move over to that and uh, not abandon figures I still have a lot to to do with figures sure and portraits and stuff I just I think what happened with the flower stuff was that I didn't relate it and I was like, oh, I can, yeah. it's more, and this might, you know, give something away or make me sound amateur. I don't, I don't care. But it, the flower stuff was more like paint by number. Right. And I could do like a drawing and say, oh, that, that petal's going to pop right there. And I right, whoosh, right. Just throw it up there. And then, yeah. And then just, and it was, you know, I'm not ashamed of that whatsoever. It was fun. And I have a great, I had a great time with right. it. And I think I just, it was easier to develop that quicker right. than how quickly I was going with uh, hum, human stuff. 
Man, I wonder if that, am I cutting you off there? No. I wonder if that speaks to the fact that we, obviously we're in nature, we look at plants, but it's maybe, maybe it's a lost art, looking at a plant and taking information from that plant in your environment. Um, the amount of time we spend looking at a person and getting information from their body language, I just wonder if we just were too, it's so much easier. It's a totally different thing. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I, I don't know. I'm contradicting the question lead in a second ago, though, because it's all painting and it is nature. We're nature. But um, the, the when we bring in the idea of us, that's maybe what makes it a whole other thing. Anyway, what I'm getting at is just we there's so much communication through humans. I wonder if that kind of makes it, it makes it so much harder to look at and say this is right or wrong. Whereas when I look at a tree, the tree's a tree. Yeah. I'm not reading the tree's limbs sway to get a sense of whether it's angry or happy. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just maybe a little less good at noticing that. Well, It's kind of a weird, long way to say it. But. No, but also I, it's easier to bring home a pot of flowers from the flower shop that I was working at and yeah. set them right in front of me at night instead of like a whole human and say, hey, can you just come and sit at my house for a long time right. when they have stuff to do? Right, right. So it, it just became a lot easier to mm. stick with floral arrangements. Well, just the producing of it. Yeah. Literally one person versus two. Schedule it. You know, scheduling just said, and yeah. I did that with some people and I remember like going to you know some of these art um, shops in town yeah. they'll have like you sign up for your you know they'll have a model come in and there's 20 people and everybody sits in a different angle and sure. you know they do poses and you sit there and do it and I remember doing that with a good close friend of mine who was also an artist and we just sat there and had a great time and like that's those are unique experiences sweet yeah pay, pay, everybody pays so much so that the art the uh, model can get paid and yeah uh, and I remember having a lot of production out of that. And, you know, so I just, you know, as long as there's someone in front of you to paint, you know. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll paint them. So, um, yeah, and I know that that's still down there in me and someone's sure. going to sit for me a little longer than the flowers did. And I can I can work on that and right. just, you know, make mistakes and try again and never mess up like I believe I can. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love that advice from her. Um Tell me her name again. Mary Lou. Mary, Mary Lou Smith. Yeah. Mary Lou Smith. Um, I even wonder if I've heard you mention her. I'm sure I have. I, I mean, I'm her. I'm her biggest fan, and like yeah. my whole family's, and I, not even our family, but I mean, she is a well beloved human, and yeah, in her circles, and I, you know, I haven't talked to her in a long time. She's really getting older, and but I mean, the impact she had on me was, she was my uh, school. Yeah. So um, yeah. I give her credit for that somebody uh, telling you when you're younger or younger in an, a- an area or in a trade or an art that you should take it seriously or saying, you know, hey, I've worked with a lot of people. You are above average on this or you're good or something, you know. Um, I didn't see it until she said it. It's interesting, right? There's a Miss Carol who did was an English teacher at my high school who was a uh, tough but fair teacher. Um <laughs> And she did journalism, the yearbook also. Yeah. And uh, she said something like, you should do journal, you should write for yearbook. And I was like, what? What do you mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, just so, I'm so thankful for her. Isn't that and, cool? Uh, yeah, definitely. And there were days where I was frustrated by my teacher. And, the, you know, the whole looking back, and even while I was there, I, I really appreciated her and, 
I think I did a pretty good job of being like, hey, I don't like dealing with, with this person or that person, but I'm so thankful that you're making me work hard. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. And it'd be a lot easier to eat chips and uh, <laughs> Dippin' Dots. What were the thing? What was the ice cream rage at the time? Yeah. Um, <laughs> chips have always been there. Um, anyway, I did get along with her in general, so I'm not even speaking and saying, I'm not thinking of her with teachers that you don't get along with. But right, right. For the record. Uh, painting from here, what are you thinking? What, I mean, I know you're saying there's more portrait in you and you're digging the abstract right now, but and maybe there's not a thing you picture. You're just going to see how it goes because that's the whole point. Well, no, is there anything I, you're kind of itching for? Yeah, I'm working on a... Um, I The best I could describe right now is a children's book. Sick. And... Um, I'm, I'm, it's very simple and I want to keep it simple yeah. DIY very like just um, honestly it's a lot of it's been a lot of cut and pasting and drawing and and then just things thoughts that I'm having and I want it to relate to I want this one to relate I have an idea for a lot of these yeah great but I want this one particularly to relate to the youngest of our minds in each of us and an actual three-year-old to yeah. you know five-year-old whatever and I think my nieces have inspired that a lot um for me to you know kind of start really getting this in there and so anyway I'm working on that I'm close to being done hopefully be in print and out soon I'm hoping Ooh, and awesome. so um I'm glad I'm saying that out loud so I can hold myself accountable yeah Maybe you can too but I'm I'm trying to really just wrap that up and have it done and it's probably 80 percent there and nice so um, that's been the other thing I've just kind of been pouring myself into and working yeah. on, and um, and I'm 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 really pleased with what I've what's come out of it so Sweet. far. So yeah, um, the children's book thing is awesome to me. That's a weird subgenre of art book, whatever. Yep. That to me is very legitimate, and it it's it's almost like an existential, you know theory-based uh, comic book, simplified comic book. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I get... Yeah. It, it, it's where you go from painting on your way to comic book, which is on its way to film, I feel like. that that All those guys get each other, I think, yeah. really well. Yeah. So... I do love... I mean, I've been way into comics in the past... Yeah. Eight years or so, and that's been great, too. I mean, um, who's the guy? I ran into this recently. Crud. I'm, uh, I'm almost, almost for the first time tempted to get on the internet, but I'm not going to do it. It's like <laughs> 20 panels that always work. It's like a thing. There's a one sheet image online you can search for. There's a specific dude who switched companies to a place he wanted. Oh, this is missing. There's so many facts missing from this, but maybe I can get my point across. Uh, Switch companies to a place he wanted to work at, but he was going to be making less money. So for for his team of comic book guys, um, he put together a giant sheet of basically 20 panels that always work. Um, And so it'll be like a picture of a lady in silhouette. Mm -hmm. And it says like, Silo one-liner, and and it's in her dialogue. And then it's like extreme close-up, and it's like a phone, you know what I mean? Um, But it's basically somebody... I think it was another director talking about it actually in terms of just being aware of composition but I don't know if that's just something put in your head um, to look for crap now I'm like I'm going to do it I'm gonna go ahead 
be free. You said no rules. This slows down. That's a good point. No rules. Now I mean, that I just butchered it by trying to explain it. Comics are. I mean, I've rediscovered comics, and but they are so. This is going back to what someone said. They're so busy, and so like I just kind of blast through them, but then I try to appreciate every frame for what it is. And right. Uh, twenty-two panels. That's yep. what it's called. Twenty. Uh, Wally Woods twenty-two panels that always work. Uh, obviously, for people listening, this isn't going to be as helpful, but that's the. Th- yeah, I get what I get what you're saying. It's just and dude, I can relate to a lot of these things in my children's book a yeah. little bit. So yeah, I mean, if nothing else, it's just a good reminder of you know humans and visual storytelling. Uh, we've been doing it for so long. We've developed and evolved with it in just an unbelievable way. The stuff we pick up on is amazing. The audiences are amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just fun to keep like checking in on this guy. What does he think is a good way to get a story across immediately? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and then if you're dealing with a children's book, whether that's I don't know on average if that's ten to thirty slides or whatever. Um, I don't know. It's pretty fun stuff, and it all seems like they're cousin art forms. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, all related. Yeah. Sweet man. No, definitely keep me in the loop on that. Um, I will. I can ask you in an excited way in the future. I'm not going to do a very good job, probably, of uh, of being like, get it done, man. Because I, <laughs> I don't know your actual deadlines. No, but I, I can be like, ooh, when's it gonna, when am I going to get to enjoy it? This yeah. Lot, you know? I mean, it, I'm, I'm, it's going to be soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. No, I'm not asking now. Later when I'm but helping ask me later. be I'm, accountable or whatever. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, sweet. Cool, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, honestly, we riff for... An hour and 20. That's like Dude. a lot longer than I thought we Whoa. were. Whoa. Yeah. We're about to bore people to death. Uh, so we'll, we'll throw it out there. We'll see what people think. And, <laughs> and uh, they can pick up some tips on uh, how to get the eyes just right. Uh, <laughs> uh, like I wouldn't be able to tell them. There you go. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, man. Now, thanks for Thank you, coming man. out. And uh, whether it's it's fun even to remember our conversation signing an on-screen agreement like five years ago or whatever. Yeah. Uh, from day one, just vibe-wise, of like, oh, yeah, that Jonathan guy, he's chill. Dude, you uh, have always been like a deep thinker, but then you're open-minded. And those are, like, it's not just that you think deep, but it's, I, right it's you're open to like whatever else is going to happen or not happen or you know or not know about. Man, I've connected that so much. I appreciate sweet, it. Sweet, Well, so. the, the thought I had was uh, like Beck's Loser, that song. A song that from way back in the day I could throw in the mix, and today I could still throw in the mix, and I would dig it. I'm like, Jonathan's like that, where X years ago I was like, oh yeah, dude, it's good, Jonathan. And then today I'm still like, oh yeah, that's good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas there's plenty of great people that I'm, I'll always be thankful for our time 15 years ago, banging or running around or, you know, like hitting the scene or whatever, um, you know, just banging out life, you know, living. Uh, still appreciate the songs that you can still throw in the mix so. yeah well, cool. anyway, thanks yeah. brother um, the banging out life or that sounds like a weird way to say it it is you get what I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about banging uh, so right on dude All well right, hit me with the children's book yeah. and we'll keep chatting thanks bro alright